0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Sharing Time Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sean Rapier.
1: I'm Ken Craig.
0: And welcome. Welcome to our first episode of 2021.
1: Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good to be back.
0: Yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, first of all, we just want to thank you all for joining us. Uh, we do have a bunch of people in the Sharing Squad. Thank you for being on. If you could tell us that you're here, we can, I can see that there are a bunch of people on, but I can't see who you are based on the platform we use. So we'd love for you to chime in, let us know you're here. Uh, but also, we are going to be talking about New Year's resolutions in this episode. And uh, let's kick things off with, uh, with, with you, Ken Craig. Oh, my watch is apologizing that it couldn't uh, do something. Um, so let's kick things off with you, Ken. Are you a New Year's resolution guy?
1: Um, I'm embarrassed to say that I usually do <laughs> you d-
0: well, now why is that embarrassing <laughs> because uh,
1: just of the stigma of no one ever sticks to their <laughs> their new year's resolutions yeah but i that's not to say I don't make uh goals or you know focus on specific things throughout the year, but I think the beginning of a new year is it kind of just organically lends itself to looking at the year and deciding maybe what you want to do different or what you want to accomplish. Uh, for the first time, or something like that, so I can't, I can't help myself but to kind of consider what I'd like to do. Did you sit during down this year.
0: year and do like actual? I'm Ken Craig. Here are my New Year's. <laughs> like, did you write them out?
1: Well, did I didn't put my name on them? it because if someone else finds it, I don't want <laughs> them to know it was me. But yeah, uh, yeah, I wrote, I wrote some down. Um, uh,
0: I did. Did you? Uh, Yeah, well, I, so I did, in a way, (laughs) because people were asking me. Ah. And so this year, um, I have decided, and I'd like help, this is part of the podcast, and the sharing squad, I'm inviting you to help me with my resolutions, because I think every year, I tend to write New Year's resolutions on big things that I'm probably, that I'm not good at, and I never will be. So I'm ready to be done with those New Year's resolutions. Yeah. So, for example. Leave um, the world better than I found it. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's a scout motto, isn't it? Yeah, I think. But so part of it for me is like rather than, hey, this year I'm going to work out and get in shape. This year, instead of like a big overriding goal like that, I'm thinking like stop buying food I know I'm not going to eat. Right. Like, you know, you're at the grocery store and you see some vegetable that you think, you know what, I can eat that. That looks healthy. That looks You know good. what? In
1: four to five days, I'll throw that away in my trash. <laughs>
0: exactly. So I don't know if you do this. I, I I do this. I will buy something and I'll go, this is going to be good. This is going to be either healthy or exotic or something. And I take it home. And every time I open the fridge, I feel like it's looking at me. <laughs> I have no idea what to do with it. I have zero You're like side
1: eye. Try not to make eye contact with it.
0: <laughs> but what I'll start doing is I'll start checking the date and go, two months still. All right, I can do something with it in two months, then a month later, and then three weeks later. Then it's just a countdown. Like I can't throw it away yeah. until it's expired. So my one of my New Year's resolutions, stop buying stuff I know I'm not going to eat. I'm just done with it. Yeah. I know what I eat.
1: Kid. So long, produce. <laughs>
0: yes, I know. I know what I eat. Sandwiches. That's what I like, to eat. and I'm nothing exotic. No, kid. I'm there, and there's
1: nothing wrong with that. Some
0: turkey, some pickles. You know, that's about it. So,
1: I did. Um, I did uh, did a little research before coming on Good. tonight. Like so, if it. you according to Google, the top five New Year's resolutions, the five most popular New Year's resolutions exercise to get in shape. Yeah. Diet to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Save money, eat healthier in general, and something for self-care, which I don't know. So really 4 so out our, of So our pedicure. 4 out of 5.
0: <laughs> our mani pedi nights. Yes. They're are still right on. Uh, so 4 out of 5 of those are health related.
1: Well, yeah, they're kind of like health. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And then the fifth one doesn't work with that because <laughs> people go join a gym. Yeah. They're not saving yeah. money. Yeah. They're spending more money on so they end up spending my self care
1: is is sponsored by hostess. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) see, that's something I should buy because it's something I might eat. Uh, If you're joining us live on the sharing squad, we would love to hear if you're so bold, we'd love to hear your New Year's resolutions. And I think that this year, I really want to set some that are a little bit different. Like, for example, I in the past have set the resolution to be more organized. I'm not going to be more organized, Ken. (laughs) I am 48 years old.
1: What you see is what you get. (laughs)
0: The odds of me becoming more organized. So this, seriously, my goal for this year is to pick things up as I walk in and out of rooms. That's it. That's it. And I think if I do that for a year... Our house darn well better be more organized, right? <laughs> I mean, doesn't it make sense yeah. that that would help a little bit?
1: Well, I yeah, I think you're. I think you're right on. If it's if it's something you already know as you're writing down that you're, your heart's just not in it. Yeah, it's not going to happen. You yeah, know? at least at our age we've learned that. All right? right. So,
0: what's a goal you're willing to share, Ken?
1: A goal I'm willing to share. So. Um, <laughs> I, so, I broke mine down into, you know, the youth have these uh, the categories yeah. in the youth program that the church has. Sure. Uh, so, it's something intellectual, something physical, something spiritual, something social. So, I kind of, I didn't realize it, but I just kind of wrote down some things that I'd like to consider for this year, and, and they actually kind of fit into those areas. So, um, so, for intellectual, I would like to learn to do more cooking Mm. So my wife is great at it and yeah. she's more than happy if I jump in and say hey can I do this or that but I just need to take more initiative in doing it instead of
0: Is there like is there do you want to learn like More technique? Do you want to learn Italian food specifically? Like, is there something like an end? Like, I want to be able to accomplish this, or I just generally want to cook more?
1: Here's yeah, more just more generally cook more. I even talked to you about maybe doing grilling because you're so great at that. I think I feel I've made this joke to my kids before, and it's not really funny. Um, (laughs) If I was not (laughs) married to Katie, (laughs) I would I would be dead from my diet. I'm like uh, I'm, so I would like. It's more like self-preservation. Of you know, I should learn how to cook, and because yeah. I would probably be eating out all the time or eating out of a can or something. Now, this and is so- the hard
0: thing about vocalizing uh, a goal. <laughs> Uh, your son-in-law says we're holding you to that. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know. <laughs> I don't mind that because that is something <laughs> that I legitimately am interested in doing. This isn't something like, well, I should learn this or I'm going to die. It's something like I, I really do want to learn to just be more handy in the in the kitchen. So yeah. that's something I'd like to learn. That's, I'm putting that under intellectual. Something I'd like to learn. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah,
0: that's so. I have a similar goal, somewhat. Uh, so. You know, we do competition barbecue. Yeah, um, we do what are called SCA steak events or Steak Cookoff Association. They're one day events, but they there's also an organization called KCBS, which is the big slow smoking oh. ribs and it's brisket and stuff like that. So, my goal this year is to do at least two KCBS events. So that's yeah. awesome. I think cooking does. Anyone in the uh, sharing squad? Anyone listening to us live is cooking one of your. Uh, one of your goals for the new year, we'd love to know. But yeah, I think that's, I think that's a really good one. I, I think that generally de-junking my life yeah. is going to be a big focus for 2021. And my wife, it's a focus for her too. And one of the, one of the reasons for us is it's time of life. You know, we, we've been on this accumulating spree, Yeah, you know, with eight, eight kids and. All of them coming in and, you know, they they come in, they grow up. Certain things just stick around. Hanging in my garage right now, we have we have a little bike trailer. You know the bikes that you learn? like yeah. A kid learns to ride a bike. It attaches to the post. And it's got, like, stationary pedals and handles and all that. We have one hanging in our garage. My youngest <laughs> child is 17 years old, Ken. He is driving his own car. But I have one of those in the garage. That's, so
1: That's great. Yeah.
0: Stephanie Dib Sorensen, what a great comment. Uh, hers are to complain less and be nicer. I just want to focus less on frustrations and be more cheerful. Stephanie, that's I great. love that. And can we just make a pitch? Stephanie is the author of just an amazing book that is uh, a wonderful guide to scripture study That is, uh, Stephanie and I got to sit in this room and talk, and she is just brilliant, so smart. So, For sure. Yeah, I is. like that, complain less. There's psychology behind complaining less. Yeah. I mean, there is legitimate... I mean, that's a really great New Year's resolution, and that goes along with self-care and health. You know, they find that the more you complain, the more negative you are but back to back to de-junking i just i look at that bike thing and part of the part of the struggle this is going to sound so weak i've wanted to kind of clean this out for a long time clean things out but we have a lot of stuff that's going to go to di and di is closed right now oh yeah Now they'll set an appointment for you, but that's a lot of pressure, Ken. (laughs) What if I don't have everything gathered by then? What if I actually maybe
1: that'll help? (laughs) I've set a date; it has to be done by this. You know what you could do is, uh, well, I I don't know if it's di worthy or selling worthy, but like you get on KSL, like tell Keaton, hey, if you want a percentage of whatever you can sell on KSL, and he'll get him posting stuff. Fantastic
0: idea. So tonight we just built a, and by the way, for our audience across the country, KSL is our local. It's like
1: Craigslist, but for some reason Craigslist in Utah.
0: It's a news channel, but it's their classifieds and it's the place. So I just sold a trailer on KSL about three hours ago, a trailer we've had for like 13 years. You're de-junking already. And yes. Yeah. Well, it's true. We had this ATV trailer. We got rid of the ATVs like many years ago. So we've just used this as a, a hauling trailer. And uh, so basically, we sold it. Selling on KSL, worst experience ever. <laughs>
1: really? You know, because well,
0: until it was great. The guy I sold it to was an older guy from Heber, and he was awesome. And he offered me a very reasonable price. I listed for eight hundred bucks. He offered me seven fifty. Great, take it. Yeah, you go your way. It was all great. But to get up to that point, you first of all have the several people who say, "I would love to give you a certified check." And I'll send someone over to pick it up in a few days. And those are the scammers. Oh, yeah. That are just horrible. Then you get the other guys that go, hmm, $800. Okay, tell me all about it. Sounds great. Would you take $70? <laughs> and
1: it's just like, it's <laughs> so a sandwich. not
0: worth it. I, I would have taken it with a sandwich. Uh, our friend David Fawcett. Hello, David. David says, after 2020, I am totally resolutioned out, at least for <laughs> yeah. now. Does, do you think, and David, I mean, you bring up a good point. Does, does what we've been through with, with COVID in 2020 make you more likely or less likely to want to set a resolution for
1: 2021? <laughs> it's been a year of, 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 uh, you set, not a goal, but or anything, right? you put anything in motion. this is the plan. Oh, the rules change that can no longer be the plan. Right. so now I'm going to do it this way. Right. oh, I can't do it that way now, and so it's that is exhausting in and of itself right there, so
0: yeah, there are some things that I'm not sure I call them resolutions, but like I want to travel,
1: yeah, oh yeah, I always I write that down every year, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but more specifically, well, so we went to Disney World a few weeks ago. And that just felt like craziness that we were actually able to take. Yeah, I took three of my kids, and it was amazing. And we're supposed to go to Hawaii in April, um, but you know who knows if that's going to happen. I hope it does. We're planning on. Going. I know the PCC
1: is planning to open in March.
0: Yeah, well, completely. That's, so that's that's a good, encouraging. Setting. Yeah, I mean it's one of those things, but yeah, I think travel is. So did you have travel as one of your resolutions? Yeah, right this year?
1: last year. Was going to be it was mine and Katie's 25th anniversary. Mm. Her cousin is the mission president in Portugal, where I served my mission. So we were going to go see them.
0: Oh my god! Stay there
1: and uh, yeah, and then we were and then she has a friend from high school that lives in France. So we weren't going to do all of Europe. We were going to do kind of a concentrated, like spend a lot of time in two places, so Portugal and France. And then uh, that did not happen.
0: No, clearly. (laughs) Do do you find uh? Do you find your mind wandering to travel?
1: Yeah. I that's I don't know if we've had this talk, but that's that's where if I had all my all the money in the world, that's where I would spend it. I don't I don't want I don't feel like accumulating mm. more stuff. Yeah. I just want to go and do, go and see. Yeah. So yeah, I I think about that all the
0: time. So this is the I guess we can be vulnerable and embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> resolutions. Uh, I think we all picked up some TV shows uh, during COVID, maybe, uh, most of us. For me, Great British Baking Show. Yeah,
1: we've been watching that.
0: (laughs) I love that show so much. And for my job, for many years, I was going to London very regularly. I had one year, and I think it was 2011, I went to London seven times in one year. Wow. Spent a lot of time, in Europe generally. I was in Germany and, and France, but... A lot of time in Britain. We were working with Apple in England, and, and uh, I was going out there a lot. And I absolutely just, every time I watch the Great British Baking Show, I just sit and go, we got to get back to England. <laughs> yeah. Like, we have to get back there. Yeah. So travel is definitely one of them. Um, David Fawcett uh, clarified a little bit. He said, for me, 2020 gave me a totally new perspective. So I'm still figuring out what I really want. Huh. I'm with you on that, David. I think that that makes it tricky for resolutions because who knows what you can and can't do, especially, you know, I know we've got a lot of listeners in California. Um, You know, I'll be out in San Diego again next week for the week, and I've been very fortunate that I've been able to go to San Diego, but California, and especially northern, the Bay Area, what can you plan on doing? Yeah, yeah. Things keep getting shut down. Yeah. So you make a resolution to, I'm going to join a gym. <laughs> no, there's no gym to join. Yeah, yeah. You know, Or I'm going to try new foods. Well, there are no restaurants open. Yeah. It, it really has thrown a wrench in it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's something that was on my mind. It's, it's kind of too vague to be a, maybe a, a goal, but I've been th- thinking a lot about President Nelson. He has made so many invitations
0: as mm. prophet.
1: Yeah. And especially this last year, there was this, you know, to the youth, it was to gather Israel. And then it was, uh, you know, in this last conference, to let God prevail yeah, in our lives. Yeah. It was, how do you hear Him, right? Mm-hmm. And, and being able to hear the, the Savior more often and more more profoundly. And then, um, and working on receiving personal revelation. And so, all of those things are kind of um, on my mind and then he did, President Nelson did that interview with The Atlantic. I don't know if you read it. But oh, I did not. No. In the final paragraph with this interviewer, he says, I don't think I'm going to be, he's like, I don't, Judgment Day is not far off for me, he says.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, think, I guess if you're I, looking at the numbers. I wouldn't call that prophetic. I would call yeah. that, you know.
1: But he said, I don't, yeah. I don't think,
0: True,
1: I don't think I'm going to be asked about um, how many heart surgeries I did. I don't mm-hmm. even think I'll be asked about how the church grew. While I was prophet, I'm going to be asked about where's where's your faith, where's your virtue, were you kind, were you tempered, mm. um, you know, how did you treat others, and 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 I, so those things have been weighing on my mind as uh, I want to seek virtue, I want to seek um, kindness, um, gentleness, and then uh, and I think one of the ways of doing that is. Um, and I put this under social is just to be conscious, kind of deliberate in who we reach out to, right? We have, especially now, there may be friends that we don't get to see because we're not yeah. gathering as much as, sure. and hopefully we will by the end of the year, but um, or by summer. Uh, she, hopefully, we will by next week. I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> it would be, right? that would be great. Right. <laughs> but um, but I think there are. I think one of the quickest prayers that our Heavenly Father answers is when we ask, "Who should we reach out to?"
0: Right? You yeah, know? I think there's so, a list yeah <laughs> that's ready at all times
1: yeah exactly so that's one of that's one of the goals I have is to be quicker to respond to those feelings to pray specifically about who do I know that I could reach out to mm. just to express love to express appreciation, whatever it is um but i anyway, I think that's sort of distilled down from the things I thought about that President Nelson's talked mm. about recently so that's, that's another one for me. I'm putting it on. If you don't hear from me this year, <laughs> say, I don't think that you uh, kept that, that
0: this is, uh, this is This is a long-running theme that I need to go back and just point out that Ken and I have been friends now for about 24 years. And through those 24 years, every time we get together, Ken says something that makes me feel really, really bad about myself. <laughs> <laughs> because my next one... <laughs> My next one, yours is to follow the prophet and to be kinder and to pray for people to serve. I want to throw away mismatched socks. I'm not going to find the match to them, I keep them Get on. rid of them. I keep them around, hoping. But I should also pray to be more Christ-like. I think you're right. Um, so I just
1: again, I don't think that's uh, so much a New Year's resolution as something we're always constantly aware of and working on, but. Um.
0: For sure. But I thought of it. Well, to our point earlier, Monty Skinner just said you can't plan anything in California right now. Yeah. This is uh, my cousin who lives out in uh, Northern California. He says the California governor just reissued the shelter in place. Oh, wow. So uh, tough times. Um, David Fawcett says the article in The Atlantic was a good one. He has put a link to it here. So if you're listening to the podcast, you can go to our Facebook page and look for David's Uh, link there. And uh, Monty also says this Christmas, it did allow us to spend a lot more time with our daughters and son-in-law. And it was truly a blessing. I I think you nailed it right there, Monty. I think that's, that's what this, to me, that's what 2020 has, 2021 has to be about. And if I have a resolution generally, it's just appreciation. Um, Gainalyn Condi, uh, who was on with us earlier you know, she talks about words. And I think my word for 2021, she doesn't do resolution, she does words. I think yeah. my, my word for 2021 is going to be appreciation. I want to appreciate the time I have. I want to appreciate the life I have, the people I have around me. Uh, it is very easy for me to get negative. It's so easy for me. Uh, so back to your cooking thing, one of the things that that I do. So I'm I've gotten very into competition barbecue, smoking meats, whatever. Yeah. We have a whole bunch of smokers on the back deck. We actually the reason we sold the old trailer, we just picked up a new trailer <laughs> specifically for competition barbecue like to take down to barbecue contests out of state and whatnot. But I will make something that blows my mind. It's so awesome. It's the greatest thing ever. And then a few days later, I will barbecue something, it comes out dry and I go, Vanessa, sell every smoker we have. I'm never doing this again. <laughs>
1: You're like, all or nothing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I once, you know, I once was at a company where they brought in a he was I don't know, he was a business consultant. And after spending some time with me, he goes, You have a very strong urge to when things don't go the way you want them to, you take your marbles and leave. You pack up your marbles and yeah, and, and yeah. go home. And I, that's true, Ken. I, You know, I hated it at the time, but I realized it's true. I, I have a hard time appreciating things, and I have a hard time when things are not perfect. So this year, that's my goal, is to appreciate and get rid of the socks, anti-junk, and all the other stuff we talked about, <laughs> and not buy food I'm not going to eat, um, just because it's healthy. Uh, so, um, but also to appreciate failure. I'm not good at that, Ken. And I know there's... There's value and virtue in it, and I so respect people who can fall flat and just laugh it off and learn from it and go, "Wow, well at least I tried." I'm not that guy.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I want to become it. Fortunately, uh, Monty Skinner <laughs> says uh, your barbecue is amazing. Don't sell yourself <laughs> short. I got to the the privilege of having Monty and his family over earlier this year and was able to barbecue for them. David, this is kind, says I completely agree with the. Mouth watering, and Marie Godfrey. Hi, Marie. Says, are you sure you haven't lost all your marbles? Marie, I am not. <laughs> find point, my marbles.
1: That's my New Year's resolution. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Instead of taking them home, I'm just trying to find them generally. So. so,
1: so speaking of of negativity, have you ever set a goal, accomplished it, and then went, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty
1: sure, I am. Yeah, some I, Sean. I there's a story for here, a too. whole year, six days a week, I did 50 push ups. <laughs> Nothing changed. I did not look any better in a t shirt. Uh, uh. I, there was like no definition change. I didn't feel healthier,
0: but you had accomplishment, Ken. 50 I, oh 50%. gosh, was,
1: it was so maddening. So by <laughs> a whole year, I was like nothing, nothing.
0: <laughs> so, but but you accomplished something, Ken. Yeah. See, I'm the same way. I'm with you, Ken. This is why it gets so frustrating. I feel like you do because you get something done and you go, huh. and that's. I think that's the hard thing. And again. Appreciation my word for the year. I don't appreciate things because I want something better going back to competition barbecue We entered our first contest last year And we got blown out and whatever I was thrilled because we participated right. That was great. It was participation then Like two competitions later, we got a 10th place finish out of like 25 teams (sighs) We were elated we were so thrilled like 10th place then at the last competition we did it was, uh we took second place in one category and fifth in another out of like 35 teams. Like, we were awesome. I was so thrilled for about an hour and a half. <laughs> that was incredibly satisfying. And I texted my partner yesterday and said, we need to get a first place win this year. Like I, I, Or I'm out. <laughs> yes, that's what I feel like, Ken. That's my problem. So... Yeah, uh, Mark Buchanan. Hey, Mark, how are you? Mark says, disappointment is God's way of saying I have something better.
1: Well, my pecs look the same. (laughs) Well, God has something better for you. (laughs) It's this year
0: (laughs) sit-ups and you are going to do 50 (laughs) sit-ups every. All right. So here's another question because I've had some of those everyday goals, you know, and, and I've accomplished them. Yeah. Uh, when you do those, once you've accomplished it, does it go to being like the last thing on the planet you care about?
1: After, after like you've accomplished after it. after I
0: accomplish it, that's another tough thing. Is like, I, I hope that, and I've set some of those goals in the past and have accomplished them, and then I would think it's like, okay, well, now it's a habit. No, because I'm done with the goal. <laughs> yeah. So I'm never going to do it again. <laughs> I'm completely over it. Have you ever had that experience?
1: I'm trying to think. I'm, I must have because I'm I'm resonating with what you're saying. Yeah. Like,
0: by the way, for our sharing squad out there, we'd love to hear if you have a good system for goals. I I had a mission companion once who taught me it was great. He had what was called the ten goal system, and every Sunday night he would write ten goals, and uh, goal number ten was always the same, which was I am happy. Um, but the other nine could be about anything, whatever. And he would write them in as a positive. He said, "You have to write it as I do, not I'm going to or I yeah. want to." Yeah. So he would he would say, you know, I get up on t- this was on a mission. You know, I get yeah. up on time. I exercise daily. I annoy my study companion. My scriptures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah,
1: using the present tense as I if it's already I am better than my companion <laughs> cuz he doesn't set
0: goals. Um yeah, and and then there were always 10. Every night he'd review them, and then every Sunday he'd keep the ones that were worthy of keeping, get rid of the ones that he either accomplished or he wasn't interested in anymore. Yeah. I did that for a long time. I thought that was I thought that was pretty good, but
1: I have, you know who Zig Ziglar is? Yeah,
0: sure, the sales guru.
1: Yeah, that's right. Big, big motivational speaker. And he, uh, I read a book. We actually were assigned to read it at work uh, a couple years ago. His book, Born to Win. And he says, Goal setting is about becoming. And it, he listed out these steps one, identify the goal, two, list the benefits for me of doing this goal, list the obstacles to overcome, list the skills and knowledge required identify the people and groups to work with, and develop a plan of action. That's just exhausting. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that sounds like a surefire way to get it done, but.
0: My gosh, you have to set a goal to do one of those things. Like, are you <laughs> no. kidding me? See, yeah. and that's the problem. That's,
1: I'm no Zig Ziglar.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's why it's got to be.
1: I think it is, like you said, the small and simple things, right, yeah. that are attainable, that have a big impact.
0: Yeah. So I'm trying to be more present, more aware. And that's part of picking things up as I leave or taking things and actually throwing them away. Yeah. You know, things that there's a, a wonderful book uh, that a friend of mine got me turned on to called Essentialism. Oh, yeah. I read it. Yeah. Did you read Essentialism? Greg, by yeah. Greg McKeown? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And one of my favorite things. And I hate it that I read it because I think about it now. Yeah. he says, you know, when you take something, look at it and think, if I didn't already own this, what would I pay for it right now? <laughs> and, you know, there are things that I go, I can't throw this away. It's worth, you know, $500. I could never get rid of this. Yeah. I would not pay a penny for it now. Like, yeah. literally, why would I buy that? But somehow, because I already have it, I keep it. Yeah. It makes no sense. No, I've
1: done that. Yeah. I've yeah. absolutely done yeah. that. Yeah.
0: Mark Buchanan, just shared President Hinckley, uh, would always say, we're doing good. We can do better. Yeah, I think so, Mark. I think and that's kind of what the, the the resolution should be about, right? A little yeah. bit better. Yeah, I because- think where they fail is when it's like, okay, I am going to work out for an hour in the morning and an hour at night. Every day, I'm going to count my calories. I'm going to you know, get to bed by yeah. 8 o'clock. When it's some drastic change of life where you know New Year's Eve, you know, you're reading Rocky Road. You were up till two in the morning. You were on the couch all day watching the Great British. I'm kind of describing my New Year's Eve. I just well,
1: this is coming to you real easy.
0: Yeah. It sounds oddly specific. Laying in bed thinking about my mismatched socks, watching TV on the couch. Um, I think that when you go for that, and there's a lot of science and a lot of data behind this, that when you when you say, I'm going to have this massive shift in my life, it doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't happen that yeah. way. It is, and there's a gospel principle to that too. Um, one of my favorite uh, to to share a little bit about uh, a little bit of a gospel story. One of my favorite uh, stories. Someone I admire and respect so much. He told this story years and years ago, and he said that his father. Uh, that he'd gotten baptized and various members of his family had, but his father had not. And his father was in his, I want to say like late fifties or something like that. And his father was a smoker, smoked every day of his life, you mm-hmm. know, much as that generation did. And, uh, took them, took the lessons, was ready to get baptized. And they said, you need to not smoke. And he just had the hardest time. And he'd He'd get down to you know half a pack. He'd get down to three cigarettes. He'd get down to you know one cigarette, whatever. And yeah. then even two days before his baptism, he still was smoking. And they said, "We have the baptism set. You haven't. You haven't. You know, the interview and stuff." And They interviewed him, and he said, "I, I am going to give up." And the day of his baptism, the day before, he smoked. <laughs> the day of his baptism didn't smoke. And the whole day was like on this high, got baptized, yep, I'll never smoke again, went through the rest of that day, did not have a cigarette, and then the next day fell apart and and began smoking again. Was an active member of the church for the rest of his life, Wow. and smoked for the rest of his life. Huh. And I get really emotional thinking of this story, thinking of this dear friend of mine who said he never smoked on his baptism day. That was the day he didn't smoke. And I think it's easy for us to get cynical sometimes as members of the church and go, "Come on, you can do better." But he remembers how proud his dad was of himself that he didn't smoke on his baptism day. Yeah. To me, Ken, that's what this is all about. You know, it's kind of what what Mark was sharing with President Hinckley. Can we just do better? <clears throat> yeah. Can we just do just that much better?
1: Yeah, well, you're talking about the, like building a good psyche. Um with the small accomplishments and and uh but on the then the other side of that coin is if you're beating yourself up over it, well, i failed again, I yeah. can't do it and and spiraling you go then that's that's not ideal either no, it <laughs> so, doesn't help no. so
0: i'll 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 share something on the physical side of things it's no it's no fifty push ups every day <laughs> no, I have gotten into yoga and oh, of true. all the funny things. And I'm going to ask our sharing squad not to visualize it right now. It is, <laughs> it is not pretty. <laughs> However, I've been doing it for a little while now, and I do it at least three times a week, sometimes five times a week, uh, anywhere from 20 minutes to 45 minutes. And I get frustrated because I can't do everything that they do. But the other day, my wife and I were at Costco, and we were standing there looking at something, and she looks over at me, and she goes, what are you doing? And I realized I'm in the middle of Costco standing on one leg with my right leg extended, not quite 90 degrees, but pretty far out. And I realized, gosh, when I started, I couldn't, I couldn't stand on one leg for more than about five seconds. And now I really can. I can stand up and put it out and put it forward. And I do it a lot now just when I'm standing around. I yeah. stretch. And I was so thrilled realizing, wow, I've progressed, but it was little. They yeah. were little steps, and if I look back at the first time I ever did it, five minutes in, I'm wheezing and I'm exhausted, and I, I hated it. And now that first workout, I could do halfway in my sleep. Yeah, and it's, but I have that mental problem that I'm always trying to look forward. I'm looking at what's next. What do I need to do? I can't. Fo- I focus on what I can't do. Yeah, this year,
1: that man. might be human nature to do that too. So I think that's. Good to be able to, I don't know, recognize it and and mitigate that some so it's not so discouraging.
0: It comes down to appreciation, you know. Yeah. My wife, has it's wonderful, she has set up for us in the mornings. We're much better at it during school. We're bad at this on vacation. But during the school year, uh, you know, we get up in the morning and we have a shared Google Doc um, that we, each of us put three things that we're grateful for. And we say them out loud. We tell each other, here are three things I'm grateful for this morning. And it's funny because I kind of can gauge my, my mental space because there are some times where I have a hard time coming up with three. How horrible is that, Ken? <laughs> I mean, really? But there are days where I think it's, it's not so much that I don't have three things that I'm grateful for. It's more that I don't want to be grateful. Yeah. You know what?
1: The, well, It's morning. No one's in the right frame of mind.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm not grateful for is a puppy barking at 5 a.m. You know, because, yeah, you'll get in a bad mood, but somehow just stating gratitude, I don't know. That's, yeah. that's a game changer.
1: Something that I'm proud of that we've done, um, and I grumble about it every year, but I'm really secretly grateful, is we go the month of January – no sugar.
0: Oh, that's right. Ken, you're in the middle of No Sugar January. Yeah.
1: Yeah. How and is that going? This start. This started. 14. I have gone 14 months of my life with no sugar. Wow. So 14 years ago. Yeah, it was.
0: All right. Tell us how you quantify that. How does this work? So <laughs> I, I know all about it. This but all. But in yeah. This all started. Terms,
1: so it was 14 years ago. It was my first. It actually might have been the Christmas before I was bishop, and I was in a bishop brick, and ward members are just very generous at Christmas, and they come drop-off yes, goodies at your yeah. at your door. Plus, you're eating and making your own deliciousness at home. So between Thanksgiving and the end of the year, it is decadent at the Craig house. We just yeah. inhale everything. And so, so on this particular <laughs> uh, cold winter's evening, Katie was like, what do you think if we go January with – we've had so much sugar in yeah. December. What if we went with no sugar in January? And I said – that sounds like a terrible idea. That's like saying, since we've had so much happiness in, November, in December, how about we have no happiness in January? And uh, she's like, I just feel like we're in the habit of snacking, and you know, it's always looking for a treat after dinner. I'm like, isn't it glorious? Yeah. <laughs> this is like, and
0: uh, you are explaining joy. Yeah, joy is the word. I you're am looking not for.
1: following you. No, but I was like, yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. And so. Um, and so that's what started it and it just became a tradition where every January and it is not an easy thing I mean no. especially coming off of a time where you are used to eating treats all the time during yeah. the holidays my kids are super great about it they're on board I mean we all kind of roll our eyes and grumble a little bit not Katie she's always very <laughs> positive about it <laughs> but we all will do it and um, and I feel like it's I feel like they're I feel like having done it I'm like I can do I can show restraint. I have a lot of self control, and and uh, February first looks a lot like the holidays, <laughs> did, you know. But do um, you guys
0: sell—is it like break the fast where you just yeah uh, we'll get like sugar bomb in February? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, not we don't we don't dive back into the habit of eating all the yeah. treats in the world. But have
0: you thought about shifting it to February, where you have three days fewer <laughs> that you're going to do this? We
1: have thought about that, but. Um, you know, January is so bleak already. and yeah. not a lot of holidays. That's and true. <laughs> so, yeah. No, but yeah, I feel I feel very proud that my when I see my kids showing that kind of discipline. And it's right, even so, what gotten,
0: about like like? Does this mean no pancakes with syrup? Yeah, yeah, really.
1: Yeah, no, no. no I mean, we can have fruit, but like no refined sugar in any yeah. way.
0: I'm not sure why you brought fruit
1: into this equation. Fruit has sugar. Not natural sugar.
0: No. Yeah, so
1: fine. someone told me some, this is a horrifying statistic that I that I hesitate to share, but I saw this Natalie Banks. You know Natalie. Yeah, sure. She shared this on uh, Facebook. In 1850, the average American ate five pounds of sugar a year. Okay. Now, today, the average American eats 152 pounds of sugar a year. It's 3 pounds of
0: sugar a week. Wow, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that sound insane? Oh my gosh. I know. On the one hand, progress. <laughs> Can <laughs> I, like, I like to refer to that as evolution.
1: On the positive side, because I don't want to complain. That's my New Year's resolution.
0: <laughs> Remember I said appreciation? I'm going to appreciate things. I'm going to appreciate that sugar.
1: <laughs> it's just because it's in everything process now, right? Where it yeah, wasn't everything
0: then. has sugar in it. But
1: um, anyway, I, just, that is something that we start every year with that goal as a family. But see,
0: it's become easier to you Absolutely now. Absolutely it has. David Absolutely. Fawcett just shared such a beautiful quote. He said... Uh, said your experience in Costco and same thing with your sugar uh, reminds me of a quote i saw today what seems hard now will one day be your warm up huh and you know i i honestly think Ken, like i i would equate that somewhat with fasting and when i when i got serious about fasting which you know my mission fasting was not yeah a focus a hard... as much as it is now in my life i don't know why i just i it, it wasn't uh It wasn't like, a like we fasted, but I wasn't worried about how long and I was pretty casual in it, you know? And then when I got really serious about fasting, there were times where it was like, oh my gosh, this is so long. Now it's like, oh, it's fast Sunday again. All right. I'll stop eating. Like, I don't even, yeah. And yet when I talked, uh, when I talk with people like at work or whatever, when they find out about it, they go, you don't, but you drink water. No, no. Wait, what? You'll die. <laughs> you will die. Uh, Marie Godfrey wants to know: uh, Do you give up things like ketchup? Like things that have? Yeah, there are a some ketchups that. Yeah,
1: there are some ketchups that don't have. Yeah. sugar. So yeah, yeah, we're pretty, I, and we're not like, yeah, we are. In fact, there's been times like this month. We're also not doing flour. Sean. Wow,
0: Ken. I. <laughs> I, 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 I,
1: and it's gotten easier and it really has over so, the years. So it's Ken, just like
0: I, I feel like we should now shift this from being a podcast to being an intervention. <laughs> Ken, there are a whole bunch of people in the sharing squad who just love you. Who just You're want, worried about me. Who just want to see you to be happy. No flower. Okay.
1: Yeah, but it's but to your point, it's gotten easier. I just know in January that's what I yeah. do. And this year I was actually kind of looking forward to it just because I was I knew I was eating crummy. And uh, I just thought, well, it'll be.
0: But see, you know. someone, it's funny because, so someone very close to me doesn't eat any flour at all ever. Can't. Right. Just can't. Yeah. As well as other things. I mean, like, you know, onions and Uh-oh. garlic and reasons I live. So
1: <laughs> I. I but, That's a sandwich. But what? <laughs> I'm a garlic sandwich. Literally, I will have an onion and garlic sandwich with ketchup. Uh, um, uh,
0: but it's it's one of those things where I go, gosh, could I give up flour or whatever, or could I give up sugar or could I any of those things? People look at us not drinking that way. Yeah, that's true. And so it really is it's it there's a um there's a mindset. Um there's a mindset to it. I think, you know, it's funny, you know, part of my job, I take people out a lot. And when I don't drink, they're surprised some nights, the entire activity is we all meet at a bar. Yeah. And I'm buying (laughs) and like with for six or seven people there. And I'm the one not drinking, I'm drinking water or having a Diet Coke or, or cranberry juice or whatever. Yeah. And they're fascinated. And they're like, how hard is that? It's, what, it's all just, I know. <laughs> it's something I just don't do. Yeah. It's the transition period. I think giving up drinking would be a lot harder than, it doesn't dawn on me. People are like, aren't you ever tempted? No. Why would I be like, no, <laughs> it's just something I don't do. Yeah. So therefore, you know, Mark Buchanan says, as I'm drinking my so delicious. <laughs> Mark doesn't help. Marie Godfrey says, but he drinks water. Yeah. So you do? Do you pretty much only drink water then all month?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean you can have milk, milk. but we don't drink milk. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much water. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad I got you water then. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, that works out pretty well.
1: <laughs> I, well, I thought I thought of something. Yeah, maybe I think we're probably winding down here. Is that? No. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Good? Go
0: ahead.
1: This is uh, you talked about like some was it Stephanie Who is it that does like a word.
0: Yeah, Ganolin Cony. Gailin does. Yeah. It.
1: So yeah, and I think that's a common thing, or or uh, you know, kind of just a singular focus. And and um, Sister Oaks, Sister uh, Kristen Oaks, shared uh, that we know a family that every year gives the coming new year a name and a purpose, similar to China, Year of the Horse. Mm. They name uh, they name a year of faith, humility, love. This year, in the middle of the wild and harsh pandemic, they opted for the year of gentleness. Wow. My husband and I love this and we'll try to do uh, try to do it too. Try to be gentle with strangers and with others waiting in lines and with mm. impatient drivers and especially with each other in the small moments of our lives and with our families. We invite you to celebrate the year of gentleness or whichever quality you uh, select for the mm. f- to guide this year. So I like that. I love A year that. of gentleness. Yeah. I thought I could I could go for that. Yeah,
0: I'm on. I'm. I, sus- I subscribe to that. You yeah. should try spending more time on Facebook. I hear it's a very gentle, <laughs> very gentle, kind and loving yes, place. That's, yes. More time on Facebook.
1: That's my New Year's resolution. <laughs> that's my New Year's
0: resolution. <laughs> <laughs> more time on Facebook. Yeah. No, I love that idea. And I, again, I kind of go back to just generally appreciation. You know, I I need to appreciate things more. Uh, you know, I kind of started off with some silly little things that really are resolutions for me. I, I mean, think it really great. is. Yeah. I I do have singular socks that I love the socks so much that I'm just, I have this terrible fear that I'm going to throw it away and the next day find the match <laughs> that I lost eight years ago and then they don't make it anymore and <laughs> suddenly I'm out the socks. Yeah, But I do think that whether it's gentleness or, you know, and really kind of what we're talking about is fruits of the spirit, you know, yeah. choose a fruit of the spirit although gentleness is not necessarily named in Galatians as a singular fruit of the Spirit, we know what those fruits are. And yeah. gentleness is, or or maybe it's not even a fruit of the Spirit, maybe it's an attribute of Christ. But I feel like appreciation is what I have lacked. I I just, you know, I, I have a tendency to, you know, we'll get something new that I had to have for months. You know, it's... New TV or a new gadget or a new whatever. I have to have it, have to have it. Three weeks later, eh, yeah, I have it now. It's almost like a conquering spirit. Huh. And that has never worked out well through history. People <laughs> who conquer, <laughs> people who Sean are Sean the desperate. conqueror. I am done being Sean the conqueror. I shall no longer be shunkerer. I shall be Sean the appreciator. I shall appreciate. Sh-appreciate. Yes. <laughs> That's, uh, 2021 will be the year of Shappreciate. <laughs> Which was also Janet Jackson's third album. <laughs> so uh,
1: We are a part of the Shappreciate Nation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Shappreciate Nation. <laughs> I, I invite you all to join the Shappreciation. And, uh, but I will. I, this is my year to appreciate what I have, what I've been blessed with, appreciate my trials more. Learn from them. Know that they'll pass. It's a great thing about getting to be middle age, and we're we're almost sort of getting, softened. We're almost getting past middle age, but, yeah. uh, but that's a nice thing. Is that you know that yeah, this will pass,
1: and if it doesn't,
0: eh, all right, yeah, you know, yeah. It'll be I mean, okay. seriously, like yeah, the things that you worry about, it's going to be okay. We got to appreciate, and especially hopefully, as things open up. We'll appreciate travel more. We'll appreciate concerts more and live theater and yeah. just time. Going out to dinner with friends and yeah. all those things. And I also think we'll look back and go, man, I kinda miss the quiet time with my family. I miss how much time I had to study the gospel. Yeah. And hopefully we can appreciate today and and set more goals. So Ken, you've inspired me to set more goals. I'm going to set more goals. Well,
1: I don't don't do it for me, Sean.
0: I'm going to. I am going to. I am also going to eat sugar for you. I
1: appreciate that.
0: I don't want that average to dip. No. Could so you? Yeah. Do at least I'm, five pounds a week I'm for me. personally feeling responsible for helping you out. so I'll catch up in February. Don't you worry. <laughs> well, we'll look forward to that. Well, I think that's about it. Anything else you wanted to throw No, I, fire? I wanted to
1: share that quote. But I, that's I, beautiful. I, I, and I think your ending thoughts are are really inspiring uh, to appreciate that's a synonym for gratitude. And I think that yeah. does, that changes us. And, uh, and so I love that.
0: Uh, I think it's good for our, good for our mental and physical health. It's good for our souls. It's just yeah. good to appreciate. So can yeah. I appreciate you? I appreciate you. So glad sh- we're friends. Appreciate you. I got to write appreciation, the musical. Um, Boy, we lost it there. Uh <laughs> we I'm, a, get I'm, a, I'm amazed we still have a sharing squad there. So um but anyway, folks, we want to thank the sharing squad for all your awesome comments as well. We really appreciate it. All you who are listening on the podcast. Thank you so much. Ken, we have really built an audience over the last couple of months. And oh, I need to thank um we've had a, a couple of listeners who have reached out lately. And, uh, have shared how much they appreciate, uh, us, uh, and darn it. I wanted to see, uh, there was someone I wanted to thank specifically was someone who had just found our show, Sally Cannon. Thank you so much, Sally Cannon. We appreciate it. Sally was asking, I never did share the picture you sent it to me, but of your son's sofa. Oh yeah. So I'm going to share that tonight. But uh, Sally, thank you for the kind words. We appreciate your message. And we've gotten a few messages from new listeners and it's, uh, it's fun, it's fun awesome. building up an eye. So if you yeah. enjoy the show, if you could uh, share it with, uh, with some friends, that would be awesome. If you could leave us a review, just go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and leave us a review. It really helps people to find the show. So ha- very happy new year to all of you. May your resolutions all come true. Happy New Year Ken. Happy New Year Sean. And for the Sharing Time podcast, I'm Sean Rapier.
1: I'm Ken Craig.
0: We'll see you next time.